Well, good morning. We are so glad that you're here. My name is Steve McConnell, and this is one of my favorite Sundays of the year. This is Student Ministry Sunday, and we are going to be looking forward to hearing from uh, so many of our students in a variety of capacities during this service. I just came from the 9 o'clock service. Others are making their way over here even now. Uh, But it is an amazing, amazing service, and we're grateful that we have our students to share their stories with us and to to learn from them about how God is at work in their lives. So you have good things to look forward to. Just a few announcements for for your attention as we make our way into a new week. Uh, We have the Bloodmobile just right outside in the parking lot. If you would have the time and the inclination toward giving of your blood, we would be grateful for that. It's an opportunity for us to serve the world, and that there is an urgent need for more blood, so we hope that you'll uh, help us with that. We have a couple of needs for volunteers right here in this building. Our, uh, as you all are, you are well aware, our food pantry operates out of here, and as well as our food ministry over here, and uh, both ministries need our help in terms of volunteers. We could use help from 10 to 1, Monday through Friday, with our food pantry and packing and delivering food, and we could also use help as we get to bring online our food ministry, beginning with uh, memorial service receptions and with uh, our Wednesday night life on Wednesday evenings. Uh, Kathy needs volunteers in the kitchen as well. So if you'd like to learn more about that, you can reach out to Kathy Robinette and she'd be glad to get uh, information to you. We are hoping to start a new Cub Scout pack uh, and there's an information meeting about that on August the 23rd at 7 o'clock. Information also in your bulletin, so take note of that. The nominating committee is looking for your suggestions for possible folks to be nominated into leadership roles here at Church of the Palms for elder and deacon and shepherd and deacon and nominating committee and such. So we would love for you to uh, consider that. And if you can, you can self-nominate or you can nominate somebody that you know, and we would love to get those names as they consider uh, that ministry. We are still kind of making our way through this COVID reality and the Delta variant and all those kinds of things. And many of you received the update from Church of the Palms in terms of our effort toward helping you to take care of yourself and take care of each other. Uh, We encourage you, encourage you, strongly encourage you to get vaccinated if you've not been vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, to wear a mask and also to check out the CDC guidelines in terms of gathering in public spaces. We have masks available, they're not required. If you would uh, like to learn more about that, feel free to contact any of the pastors as we seek to do what we can to take care of each other. And an update from Pastor Allen. Many of you know Pastor Allen Rada, who's just returned back to the hospital to get some more tests and some more treatment for his uh, uh, congestive heart failure. So we want to keep him in our prayers, and we ask that uh, you pray for him as well. And we look forward to his coming home, hopefully very soon in the next couple of days. And uh, we certainly look forward to his returning to our ministry here at Church of the Palms. So without further ado, I would invite you at the way way you're most comfortable to get up and greet one another in the name of Christ.
everyone. This is one of those hand clapping songs. I'm gonna need your help this one. Okay? Resting and in my doubts, in my failures, you won't walk out. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in the troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in the troubled sea. In the silence, you won't let go. In my questions, you truly know Your great love will lead me through You are the peace in my troubled sea You are the peace in my troubled sea My lighthouse, my lighthouse Shining in the darkness I will follow you, my lighthouse, my lighthouse. I will trust the promise. You will carry me safe to shore. Storms fire before us. Your 
can't reach There's no place where we can't find peace There's no end to amazing grace Take me in with your arms spread wide Take me in like an orphan child Never let go, never leave my side
home Be gracious to you Rotten hits Face on you
morning. My name's Olivia Mason, and I'm going into my freshman year at Florida State. Um, we are now at the point in our service where we have an opportunity to worship God with our tithes and author offerings. Baskets are available on each table as you are leaving, or you can give online. Thank you for partnering with us in our mission to love God and love neighbor. So now I have my mic runners introduce themselves. Uh, my name is Sam, and I'm going to be a, be a sophomore at Polytech, Suncoast Polytech High School. And now it is time where we can lift up our prayers and concerns, and we'll have the mic runners go around. If Just raise your hand. Thank you, Sam. I just know a lot of our college freshmen are traveling this week, and so that they would travel safely and that they would know um, that they are loved and held by us as they do. I ask for prayers for those who are sick, especially those who have the COVID and the people who are um, caring for Yes, thank you. I'd like us to pray for my friend Ann's daughter, Lisa Bennett, who is a nurse practitioner and vaccinated in the hospital in Jacksonville for a great place. So please pray for her. Yes. Uh, I want to pray for all the seniors who have to pack their rooms. I'm, I am going to need your prayers when I have to pack my room. <laughs> Anyone else? Okay, then let's bow our heads in prayer. Loving God, we lift up all things shared in this room today and things on our hearts that we didn't share. We just want to take some time and let us fill you up with our love, your love. We are so lucky to be able to gather today to worship you and know you are working in our lives. In your name we pray, amen. Am I taking this one? All right, I guess I'm taking this one. Uh, my name is Ben Kirsch. Uh, I'm going to be a freshman at the University of Florida this fall. Like I said, I leave too soon, so I need your prayers when I pack my room, because I have not touched a thing. Um, so with everybody going back to school, uh, we want to do a quick back-to-school blessing. So if you are a student in elementary, middle, high school, or college, could you please stand for me? And there goes the whole section. Yeah, okay. We're, okay, we're pretty even. All right. um, also, if you are a teacher, professor, or an administrator in the education system, can you please stand? Oh, we got one? Oh, we got a couple. Oh, we got a couple. All right, we're good. Ah, uh, Miss Sarah. Yeah, come on, Miss Sarah. Um, and then we ask the remaining members of our congregation to please extend a hand in the direction of those standing closest to you. All right, let us pray. Uh, Lord, bless these children, youth, and adults as they begin yet another year of school. Give them peace when they feel nervous, focus when they feel distracted, energy when they feel tired. 
open their minds to the lessons they will learn both in and outside the classroom, help them to make friends that build one another up and be friends in those who need them, guide them in making good choices as they grow in wisdom and maturity, be ever present with them in the classroom, on the school bus, on the playground, and at home, and may they feel your loving care in all they do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. My name is Del Morris. I am a senior at Riverview High School. The first scripture passage for today comes from the 33rd chapter of Genesis, beginning at the first verse. Now Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming, and 400 men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two maids. He put the maids with their children in front, then Leah with her children, and Rachel and Joseph last of all. He himself went on ahead of them bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near his brother. But Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. When Esau looked up and saw the woman and children, he said, Who are these with you? Jacob said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maids drew near, they and their children, and bowed down. Leah, likewise, and her children drew near and bowed down. And finally, Joseph and Rachel drew near, and they bowed down. Esau said, What do you mean by all this company that I met? Jacob answered, To find favor with my Lord. But Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. Jacob said, No, please. If I find favor with you, then accept my present from my hand. For truly, to see your face is like seeing the face of God, since you have received me with such favor. Please accept my gift that is brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have everything I want. So he urged him, and he took it. Our second scripture passage for today comes from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke, beginning at the 38th verse. Now, as I went on their way, he entered a certain village, where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself. Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. Um, my name is Ava Epstein. I am a rising junior at Venice High School. I have recently had the pleasure of going up to North Carolina to participate in what is known as Montreat. I've grown up hearing about how this place, Montreat, is enriching in both connections with other people and connections with God. So obviously last summer, when I was supposed to go for the very first time, I was beyond excited. But then last March of 2020, COVID-19 came and stopped most activities, including Montreat. During this time, and up until now, I've lost quite a bit of faith in God. I felt alone, and I felt like he wasn't here with me. 
My decision to go to Montreat this year was not based on making a better connection to God. It was instead based on taking a break, having some sort of vacation. The theme of this year's Montreat conference was about being called to connect. It was about making connections with the people around you and God. The theme of that week came at a very good time for me because I was lacking in any sort of connection with God. The first day was about connecting with other people, and I did end up doing that and made many more friends than I could have ever imagined. The second and third day of this trip were the days that I think really affected me and my faith. Tuesday's theme was disconnection. Disconnection from people and from God. I hadn't felt connection to God in a little over a year and a half, so the sermon on Tuesday hit very close to home. That day, I was told by one of my youth leaders to always ask for help. Granted, he was talking about trying to find a restroom in the massive cafeteria, which, by the way, was impossible to find. I mean, impossible. I, gosh, that was... Um, but it also made a lot of sense in my situation. So that's what I did. I talked to another youth leader, and I was told I might want to start praying to God. So I started praying and talking to God for the first time in a very, very long time. I wasn't praying for him to show me a sign that he was there. I was instead praying for him to open my eyes to his work and open my ears to him. And I prayed and talked to a God that I honestly thought wasn't there through the night and entire next day. Wednesday's theme was reconnection, reconnection with God. There's this song, and it means quite a lot to me. It's a song called You Are My All in All. I've only heard it played in front of me once when I was about seven years old, South Carolina at a sleepaway camp. But since then, it has been my go-to song for whenever I want to try to connect and try to talk to God. So because I was praying so much and trying to talk and connect with God that day, this song was playing in my headphones over and over again. <laughs> While I've always thought of this song as being very popular, no one I talked to had recognized it. So what happened during the sermon on Wednesday night was a little surprising for me. This sermon was talking about reconnection, and there was a certain moment that I don't think I will ever forget. It was near the end of the service when our pastor, Damon, was talking about how it was Jesus' hour to reconnect with God. Then he turned to, as it looked like, right where I was in the pews, and said the following. Just like it was Jesus' time to reconnect, it is yours as well. And right as he said this, Paul, our worship singer, started playing the song I just told you about. The song that I haven't heard played right in front of me in about eight years. The song that no one I've talked to has recognized. The song that I have talked to God for, with for as long as I can remember. In this moment, it felt as if it was just me in that auditorium, listening and hearing God. I was finally reconnected after so long of being disconnected. When we took communion that Wednesday night, I felt more connected to God than I've ever felt in my life. I was told on Tuesday night that God often talks through other people, and I have a sneaking suspicion that God talked to the pastor that night. Even though this moment was so small in the scheme of things, it shows that God is present in even the little things. I've now learned to look for him in the tiny moments of happiness, excitement, anxiety, and even sadness. My story is just one example of, one example of how impactful Montreat is on all of our students' faith and is a perfect example of what makes Montreat trips so special. I, know, I now know why our students tend to call Montreat the thinnest place between heaven and earth. Because when I arrived at Montreat, I was lost, and by the time I left, I was found. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. 
My name is Alexander Vafeas, and I'm a senior at Sarasota Military Academy. I've attended Church of the Palms my entire life and have been in the youth group for the past six years. I'm also a membership of the Palms Academy of Leadership and Service. This summer, I had the opportunity to attend Montreat for the second time. For many years, I sat in the seats like you are today and listened to other students talk about how wonderful Montreat is and how it changed their lives. Well, I'm here today to tell you that they're telling the truth. As I moved from middle school to high school youth group, I struggled to find my place. After attending Montreat the summer after my freshman year, I never had that feeling again. The relationships that I made that week with other youth group members made me feel so much more connected and got me more involved at church. This year, our journey began with the mission project in Savannah, Georgia, where we packaged 700 boxes of food for people in need and cleaned up a community garden. Serving God by serving others was a great way to start our trip. The next day, we arrived in Montreat. As we drove onto campus, you could feel the energy in the bus change. For those of us returning, we knew what a great week we were about to have. And for those going for the first time, they were anticipating the experience they'd always heard about. Each morning, we started with energizers and worship songs to get us pumped up for the day. And each night, we heard an inspiring sermon that focused on connecting ourselves with our faith. For me, the best part of Montreat is the connections that are built. During small groups, we were placed with kids from churches all across the country. This time together allows us to reflect on the sermon from the night before and for keynote that morning. By sharing our thoughts with others not from our home church, we gain new perspectives and new friends. In the evening, we have back home groups. During this time, we talk about the day's message and share our personal faith stories. This deep dive is where the real connections are made, where lives are changed and where faith is strengthened. What really clicked for me in back home groups was listening to how we all related to the sermon, but in different ways interpreting it based on our own life experiences. By each of us sharing our stories, we realize that we are more alike than we are different. I will forever be thankful for this experience and the impact it's made on my life. Thank you to Church of the Palms members for your financial and spiritual support. And thank you to the adult leaders for giving your time and energy to 32 teenagers. I know we don't always make it easy, but we hope that you realize that you've made such an amazing impact on our lives. Thank you. Good morning. For those of you who are not familiar with me, my name is Blake Quigley, and I've been a member of this church for as long as I can remember. Early this year, I spoke about my faith story and how this church has impacted me in many ways, but no story can be told in a three to five minute window, so here I am again. <laughs> uh, this summer, we were blessed to have been able to attend the Montreat Youth Conference in the beautiful state of North Carolina. Being surrounded by vast mountain ranges, calming rivers, and a nice 72 degrees rather than our cool 95. We were walking among the beautiful earth God had made for us. Later in the week, as we went to evening worship, the lovely staff at the conference began talking about these 11 archetypes for worshiping. We were asked to stand when we heard the archetype that best fit the way in which we saw God working in our everyday lives. Naturalist was mentioned, someone who sees God through the nature that surrounds them. It was overwhelming the number of kids that stood up for this archetype, but I remained seated. While I see God's beauty and presence through the wonderful environment he placed me in, there was another archetype waiting for me. The next description was seeing God's presence to the people around you. I rose from my seat after hearing those words. As I have matured on my walk with Christ, I have taken the time to understand how God is working through the people around me. In my previous testimony, I stated how when I felt lost, members of this church came and found me. 
When I felt hopeless, those same members provided me the light I needed. And when I was at my lowest of lows, they extend a hand and lift me up from the ground. God placed these people in my life for a reason. With all that's happened this past year with COVID, the loss of our previous youth pastor, and issues within our youth group, it was evident that there was a disconnect between people and their faith. We had a serious decline in the attendance to our youth groups, lost the connection between friends, and most importantly, we felt as we lost our youth program as a whole. But when there seemed to be no answers, God's presence was shown to the individuals around us. Sarah and Ethan were quick to step in to be our interim youth pastors. Our search committee immediately began searching for our new youth pastor. And finally, our missing piece was found, Connor Peters. I got the opportunity to serve on the search committee, and when we came across Connor, it was a no-brainer. I saw a fun, young, and determined individual that had great plans for this church. But I saw something greater, hope for this youth group. I saw a promising future for a place that gave me so much. It was unfortunately my last year as a member of this fantastic youth group, and it really hit me how much this place truly means to me. I was recently asked what I thought my role through Christ is. This hit deeper than expected, as for the longest time I had no answers for this question. That's not the case anymore. I know my role. My role through Christ is to be a light for those who find themselves in darkness. I've been told that I possess a very outgoing personality, which Gianna describes as quite irritating. <laughs> but Blake always laughs at my jokes, so I don't change. It's this personality that I utilize when I'm called to serve God. I'm quick to include everyone as I know how it feels to be the new kid. I go out of my way to break the ice as many group situations can get awkward. I do whatever I can to emulate how I was treated when I first started coming back, because without that, I wouldn't be up here talking today. As my departure for college is around the corner, I've begun preparing for the long dread goodbyes, my family, my friends, my lovely king-size bed at home, and of course, Church of the Palms. However, none of these are goodbyes, simply just to see you soon. I'll see my family and friends all the time, I'll have my bed waiting for my return, and I'll be in the pews as many Sunday mornings as I can, solely because the Florida State football team needs all the prayers they can get. <laughs> this place has given me too much to not come back. It's given me a place to worship our great God. It's given me friendships that I'll have forever, and help me become the man I am today. See you very soon, Church of the Palms. Well, it's a blessing to get to hear uh, so many testimonies from our students of ways that God is working in their life. And I challenge each of us this morning to look back on the ways that maybe God has been acting in our lives that we may have either overlooked or very clearly seen. Uh, it's when we remind ourselves of the work that God does in our life that this thing that we call faith uh, transforms from just religion that we gather together on Sunday mornings into a personal relationship with Christ, which is our end goal. And I'm thankful to see God working in this space and in the lives of these students and in the leaders of our student and family ministry. I'm thankful today uh, for a staff that works so well together. I'm thankful today for a congregation uh, that has welcomed my wife and I into this community uh, in such a welcoming manner. And I'm just thankful for so many uh, different things, especially a congregation that loves our students. Uh, one of the ways that I really got to see God work in, 
in our trip at Montreat was uh, there was an afternoon. I want to share a little bit of pretext to this before we uh, get to listen to Steph and Sophie. Steph and Sophie had snuck away for a little while um, to rehearse this song that they both knew but they wanted to do together. And they had called out all the adults onto the porch one afternoon. Uh, and we didn't know why. I was concerned something was wrong. And <laughs> if I'm being honest. And, uh, and instead of something being wrong, they proceeded... Uh, to lead this beautiful song. And it was at one of the moments during the week where I saw God at work in the lives of our students. So I hope as we sit and listen to this song this morning, may it be a time where we reflect on God's action in our life, and where we dig deeper into our personal relationship with Christ. May you see and feel God this morning through the gifts of our students.
Truly a gift from God. Absolutely. There are so many ways that uh, we can be coming together as a community to support our students and their walks with Christ. And if you ask our adult leaders who have had the opportunity to do that so far, odds are they're going to say that working with our students has done more for their relationship with Christ than they feel like they have been able to do in the lives of our students. It truly is such a blessing. And there are many different ways that we can be involved in the lives of our students. And if that's something you're interested in, uh, please email me. Uh, my email is cpeters at churchofthepalms.org. I don't expect you to remember that, but it is on our website. It is in our bulletins as well uh, that you are welcome um, to grab and email me. It can be as simple as committing to pray for a student daily. It can be as simple as supplying a meal here and there as they're needed. Uh, or we can dive in deeper with our students and participate weekly or bi-weekly uh, as we take on a role in the lives of our students. So as we conclude our worship this morning, would you please receive this blessing? May you go from this place filled with the Holy Spirit, expressing the gifts of God to all of those that we encounter so that we may be a light to those around us, remembering that the gifts that God has given us are best shared with those that we encounter. May we be a light in all of the places that we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you.